Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello, everyone. Hello. Beat you. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> it's Jordan. And Daniel. We didn't say our names last week. So I know. I have no that. idea who we are. I know. I mean, you just... I'm Robert. <laughs> of all names you could pick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Iger. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this week, we just got back from Disneyland. I know last week we were talking about... Uh, the review, I mean, obviously the whole podcast was about kind of reviewing the shows that we saw as part of the Disney 100 celebration. We just figured that we'd do a little bit of a trip report because there's some small things that kind of came up that uh, I think can be helpful. And also just I've noticed that people enjoy listening to um, other people's experiences, for like a better term. I do. I enjoy listening to them. And we have enough other story, uh, news story things to talk about. And so we just thought we'd spend this podcast talking about that. Um, so we will get into that in a little bit, but first we have another review. Indeed. It's from Six Bits with a Z instead of an S. Uh, great podcast. I have been following them on social media for a few years. They are very informative and helpful. I love that they are real about the reviews they give. Thank you. Keeping I, it real since... Yeah. <laughs> Since 2022. Yeah. <laughs> For the podcast, yeah. For the podcast. The Instagram since 1942. 86. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. We'd like to try and, we'd like to think that we're being real. Like, well, pretty much what you hear is what we're like, I would say. And our opinions. And yes. our opinions, yeah. So, uh, thank you so much. And for, all those, again, who have left, left reviews or ratings, we really appreciate it. Another weekly reminder that if you feel so inclined to give us five stars on either Apple or Spotify, you please do. And if you feel like you have some extra time and like to leave a nice, kind note, you can leave us a, a review on Apple and we will read it out. We really appreciate it. We love reading these things. It gives us a lot of insight into what you guys are liking about what we do. So thank you. All right, uh, so news for this week. Should we start and just go down in order here? Sure. Okay. So on Monday, they announced more details on that Big Hero 6 project that's coming to California Adventure. Back at D23, they announced that they were going to be bringing the world of Big Hero 6 to Pacific Wharf in California Adventure, and they finally gave us many more details about it. It is going to be called San Francisco Square. They said the whole idea behind it is that it's in the not-too-distant future, and it's still going to kind of be in the Fisherman's Wharf area of San Francisco, but that they just, some tech companies got together and thought, let's just make it a little bit more vibrant, and they crossed the cultures of San Francisco and Tokyo together. And that's where we get San Francisco Square. So it's still going to be kind of be like Fisherman's Wharf, which is what Pacific Wharf is supposed to evoke, but with some Japanese flair to it. And the biggest changes that they mentioned are, of course, we're going to get the San Francisco Gate Bridge instead of the just it's just going to be those extra gates above the existing bridge that crosses from Pixar Pier and Paradise Gardens Park into Pacific Wharf. The main bridge will be painted red, and then you'll get those two large San Francisco gates. Uh, like you see in the movie. And they did say that they are going to have some air turbines in the air, like the floating ones that you see in the movie. I don't know exactly what that will look like, but they said that they're going to be there. 
Are they going to generate electricity? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> also, interesting fact about that bridge. We ate there once because they put tables there. Never don't, ate there. Don't eat on the bridge. It moves. It feels like you're in an earthquake consistently. <laughs> it really does. It was a very it was very experience. terrible, and I was nauseous while eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, in addition to that, I mean, there's going to be like little nods and like extra things all around San Francisco Square that make it very clear that you're in a different, like fictionalized version of California. But there will also be, currently there's a beer cart called the Pacific Wharf Distribution Company. That's going to be turned into like a new window and they're going to call it the Cerveceria. Um, And it's going to be like, they said there's going to be a beer garden, which I think just means they're going to build an extra pergola around it just to kind of add more attention to the fact that that's there. And they are going to be adding a permanent Baymax meet and greet into the area. They said it was going to be in the south part of San Francisco Square. I kind of did some sleuthing, looked really, really hard at the concept art that they that they gave, and then looked on Google Maps with satellite view at California Adventure, and I think I know exactly where that meet and greet is going to be. I think it's going to be right nestled against where Pacific Wharf gives way into Cars Land. I think right there in that little corner is where they're going to have a permanent meet and greet for Baymax. And so the biggest thing for me that they announced was that they are, it, they said that they are not going to be getting rid of any of the current fan favorite foods that are in Pacific Wharf now. In a lot of the concept art, you can still see that Casino Cucamonga is still going to be there. For so of those of you who are really big fans of those quesadilla tacos, they're not going anywhere. Which we tried them. Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah, you really enjoyed them. Two trips ago. Yeah. I thought they were really good. A little, little overpriced, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see them getting rid of the Lucky Fortune Cookery. Uh, I'm sure that they're going to just rename the Pacific Wharf Cafe, but they still mention that you'd be able to get bread bowl soups and and salads. And they never said anything about Ghirardelli leaving. So possibly still the soda fountain will be there. That has been my biggest hesitation toward really going gung-ho for this transformation is that... I didn't really want Pacific Wharf to lose what made it so... It's Pacific Wharfiness? <laughs> well... Warferation? It's one of the few places in California Adventure that were actually done well the first time. Yes. Because um, you could plop that right in the middle of Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, and it would fit right in. It's just it's just such a good version of it. It's still kind of clean, more romanticized, but it's, it really does reflect exactly what it was meant to do. But I appreciate that they're not planning on getting rid of any of that. They're just wanting to make it a little bit more disney And I can completely stand behind that. And since they're not building any new restaurants, really, and they're not building any attractions other than a meet and greet, this will actually be done this summer. They said summer 2023, we will be able to welcome guests to San Francisco Square. Yeah, I wonder what the name of the Pacific Wharf Cafe will be. Maybe it'll be, what's Cass's restaurant's name? The Lucky Cat Cafe. Hmm, Maybe. Maybe. Though then I would think it would have to sell coffee or something. Because that's what Aunt Cass sells. It's a coffee shop. That's true. So I'm not sure. That wouldn't be terrible if it's not Joffrey's Coffrey's. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So bad. Um, so gross. But what do you think about San Francisco Square? I'm excited. It's It'll be cute. Yeah, And the fact that they're not like totally changing everything and tearing the whole thing down or like re-theming absolutely everything. It's, it still keeps some of its nostalgia. Um, when we were there, we actually noticed they already have the um, foundations poured for the gates over the bridge. Yep. Mm-hmm. All drained and 
you just look off to the side and it's like, and I think I even said to you, huh, I wonder what those are for. Mm-hmm. Like very as sarcastic as I could. Me, sarcastic? Never. What? <laughs> so look forward to that this summer. So if you're not going to be going to Disneyland until after the summer, you will be able to see San Francisco Square. Very interesting. Uh, next one. About Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yes, we predicted this. <laughs> as I said, for some reason, Disney now does virtual queue for every single ride that's new. But as we said, it probably wouldn't stay long. It is not. By the time you're listening to this, it's gone. So you can just go walk up standby to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We So we went... Um, while they were doing the virtual queue, obviously. It was very strange. They wouldn't let you even into Toontown until you showed your barcode, so I'm that that will be gone now, so you can actually walk in. And weirdly enough, you can walk all around the whole east part there by um, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, although it's not open. We were confused as to why it's not open. Yeah, I don't get what that's <laughs> It's open. right there. But, yeah, so really good news is that the standby line will be open to anybody. You don't have to do virtual queue. And the reason that we didn't hear about any store is because it's not open yet. It opens with the rest of Toontown. I'm, yeah. I want Chubby stuff. And if you don't know who Chubby is, go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I love that ride. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway <laughs> And look for the widow cute bird at the end. He's so cute and I love him. Um, obviously, you still are able to uh, purchase an individual lightning lane for runaway railway. If you so choose lately, the price has been either it's been either $15 per person or $18 per person. It has not been selling out that usually if you're like, I feel like going on this now, okay. you probably can <laughs> yep. uh, not been much of a wait at all for that. So that's still an option that probably will be for a good few months, probably still by the end of the year, they'll probably just absorb it into the rest of Genie Plus. But And we, we do recommend that you go through the standby line at least once because it is so cute. Just so many posters and fake prop things like telling a story like they're as if they're... We'll probably talk more about what we saw in our yeah. trip report, but yeah. So fun. Do try to go through the standby line at least once. There's one big room that you miss if you go through the virtual the virtual queue, <laughs> the lightning lane, whatever it is. <laughs> that one over on the other side. So last week... People had been asking because Disney has Disneyland's been doing these Disneyland After Dark events every year. Uh, we've done a whole podcast episode about our experience with one of these events last year. We did Star Wars Night. Um, this year, they have completed all their Sweethearts Nights, and they are going to be doing a couple of Princess Nights in March. They have finally announced two other After Dark events. They are doing a Star Wars Night again. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> Um, it's all in the first half of May. I think there's like four nights, including May the 4th, which already is sold out. So if this is the first oh, you're hearing surprising. about it, sorry, it's gone. And also Disneyland throwback night. Now this is the one I would have gone for. So Star Wars night, it sounds like it's going to be pretty much similar to what we did. Great in theory, bad execution. So maybe they improve some things. Maybe. Uh, but throwback night, they are... It's celebrating the early days of Disneyland. So everything is supposed to be similar to like the 50s and 60s. They encourage you to dress like it's the 50s and 60s. They said they're going to be bringing back some iconic snacks from that time period, um, music from that time. It's just all supposed to be celebrating the 50s and 60s, the early days of Disneyland. But it's only two nights in April. As of this recording, when I looked at tickets, tickets for both nights were still available for that one. 
These are just sales right now for Magic Key holders, but when tickets do go on sale for the general public, they will probably sell out just as quickly. So keep an eye open for that. Uh, so <clears throat> while we were there this last trip, they closed the uh, French Market Market. Cafe, what is it? It's just called the French, the French Market, Market. And, and the Mint Julep Bar. Yeah, so we were worried that we'd have to like do an online or a mobile order for beignets and a mint julep, but then on we its found very out, very last day, yeah, because and it was like later after the time I was looking at it, but then we found out that no, they're just moving it to the Royal Street veranda. So it's all the French Market's all blocked off now, but if you need your beignets and your mint julep fix, you can get it at the Royal Street veranda, just over, still in Orleans Square. It's that one over by Pirates. Yeah. So now it has an even longer line. Yep. <laughs> not just bread bowls, but beignets and... Beignets and mint juleps. So if you were concerned, like, oh no, I'm not going to get beignets anywhere. Yes, you are. There was an uninterrupted beignet service. And the um, white powdery trails <laughs> just moved a little bit to the east now. Yep. So just keep an eye Which out for those. Which we commented on. <laughs> um, the last thing I commented on Instagram about this because I had feelings. So when the Disney 100 celebration first started, there was this platinum Mickey statue in town square and a platinum mini statue over near Tomorrowland. And before we got there, the Mickey statue disappeared on our very last day. The Mickey statue reappeared. So it's there now. And what many people have been labeling it is that the quote underneath it was quote unquote fixed. Well, um, it was. It was wrong, and now it's. <laughs> well, but I don't think. I think that it was just that they wanted to paraphrase it. Yeah, I guess. Now it is exactly what Walt said. It has dot dot dot. It was all started by a mouse, which I know that is the exact quote. I got to admit, personally, I liked the way that it looked before because I think this is too many characters. But that's just me. It's each their own. Uh, Whatever you guys feel about it, it's fine. I feel that maybe there was a bit too much negative negativity being thrown out there about something that it wasn't like they misspelled anything. Like every banner they were like doing? Like every banner and every sign that they've been putting up. Um, and still make, they're still, still continuing doing, to make, prob- yeah, make mistakes. Make <laughs> typos. Uh, but this one, I feel like it was a paraphrase. It was a conscious choice, but whatever, I like they it. changed it. I like it now. <laughs> I think you liked it before. I want direct quotes, people. I want citations. I want endnotes at the bottom. <laughs> it's going to have footnotes at the bottom of <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Platinum Mickey statue in Town Square on Main Street has returned. So um, he was gone for a couple of weeks, I think. But now he's back. Uh, so those are the major news points for this. Or at least as of this recording, you never know. Maybe tomorrow or the day that this comes out that there will be even more big news things that were dropped, and we... Quite possible. We'll really, talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Oh, also, I know that last week we mentioned about the the Walties, our little awards that we were going to do. This week just turned out to be way too busy, and so we never got around to putting the nominations on Instagram, like in the stories. But we will. We will be doing that this week. It is a priority for us this week to do that because we got so many nominations and so we have to pare them down and figure out what the top four were in each category so that everyone can vote on them. So we will be doing that. We didn't forget. Except for the best, best picture where we have to have 500 just like they do in the Oscars. They had 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> it feels like 500. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we were at Disneyland last week. It was a different trip for us because we went with some of um, our family as well. So... 
Um, we, we did things very differently than we normally would. It wasn't like a super attraction heavy trip. No. It was a very much like spending time together, which is nice because all of our family, we all go fairly frequently when you consider it, but um, we're, we definitely are the ones that go most often. So, yeah. I mean, part of it was uh, your sister and their family had three children and your parents are a little elderly. So A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, my part of the trip was actually like having to... Uh, outfit my dad with disability access services. So we actually got to use that for the first time and understand how it works because uh, he just could not stand. He has really mad knee problems. Yeah. So for people who don't know, like obviously if you have a wheelchair or a, um, something ECV, where you're a mo- mobility yeah, device. So you can just go to the cast member at the, at each ride and you say, um, can I get a return window? You come back. Um, and you go through the lightning lane or through the exit. You, there is no, um, you don't have to sign up for anything if nope, you have a mobility device. But, it, and I didn't know this, I, I don't think I knew this. So and Neither of us knew this. <laughs> so we went, like we knew that there was something that you could do for other people. Um, so we went to guest services at um, California Adventure and talked to a cast member there. And so she was saying, yeah, you have a couple of different options. You can um, get a mobility device. Uh, or you can sign up for the EAS service. So DAS. Oh, DAS service. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Disability Access Services? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they put it on your um, on your account, on your app. They, yeah, they scan the tickets. Yep. And so you can go on to your Disneyland app and make a selection. It's essentially like what the MaxPass used to be. So Basically. You, so you click on an, an, attra- an attraction that you want to go on, and then it tells you a time to come back so that you can, like with Jordan's dad, had to sit down a lot and just kind of take things slowly. So you have to use that, and then once you've used it, you can go to the next ride. One thing we learned, we you have to scan the, the person who actually has the DAS first, and then they will allow up to five others. Up to five guests. Uh, in your party. So that was kind of cool. We use that a few times. Yeah, it is something that you just do through the app. It's really, really easy uh, to use. You can only have one return time at a time. Honestly, they and the thing that does worry me a little bit is that it's not anything that you necessarily have to prove to the cast member, but I was reading through online on the terms of use, and just be aware, if they find out that you are misusing this service, they actually can ban you from the parks for life. Uh, so, so don't think about it. So don't, well, please don't be that person who misuses and it. And the, the cast member asked, well, what, what's your, what's your concern? And we were saying, you know, he has yeah, bad we, knees. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it. So and so she, they, they do they ask, talking. but please don't be that person that just ruins it for every, for every other person who's having to actually wait in line, which I'm sure there are some people that we see that don't need it, but no, but it's good to know um, that if you have someone in your and family, it is a free service. Yes. So if there is somebody that could use that. It's a free service. You just have to set it up either before you arrive. There's a form you can fill out before you arrive. Or if you're you're there, then you can just talk to a cast member at guest relations. Yep. Guest relations. So that we didn't actually get into that until the last couple days, but it did. It it helped a lot. It was good. And they, so they did it on their, their own. And then you can put that person's ticket on your app and do the, the, um, the selections there too. So. Yeah, it was quite nice. So we could actually make some selections for them. That was the biggest thing that was a new experience for us. A tip for you. Yeah. Um, The first day, obviously, oh, when we arrived at the hotel. So we found out that we were staying at the Grand Californian, because again, DVC, and we found out that there's a new, um, what do you call it, a new policy in place. Evidently. That normally, if you, (laughs) you can check in online for the Grand Californian on on the app. 
And normally what happens is... Well, any of the Disney resorts. <laughs> I don't know if they do it for the Maybe Disneyland not. Hotel. Uh, or yeah, the, for sure it's Grand That's what I said. Like, for the Grand Californian, <clears throat> you can check in online. And normally, like, because the, the re- whoever has the reservation in their name, they could use a digital key on their, on their phone. But for other guests, it doesn't work. So we usually just go and check in still at when we arrive and they give it, they give you your key and they just won't give you your room number because they said, well, we'll text you your room number when your room is ready. And then you can just go directly to the room and your key will work. Yeah. This time they told us we will not be giving you your key. And we're like, okay, then this kind of wasted our time. And uh, I'm trying not to take too much time with this. So like long story short, we come back at the end of the night thinking that there's going to be this dedicated place to pick up a key. There wasn't. So we had to go through registration again. This is the third time. And they basically just told us that there had been guests that would get their keys and then just walk around the entire hotel and just check every single door until they found one that opened. And then they would get upset at the hotel if the room wasn't clean yet or if the um, cleaning crew was inside, which I'm just like, it's ridiculous. Who, who does who this in their right mind ruined this for us mm. and <laughs> so for everybody else. There's a, ch- the, the check-in time is three, right? Or three or four, three or four. Like you're not, your room's not going to be ready. I know, so, you know, stay, you stay at some random hotels or motels and your room's going to be ready early. That is, that is usually the exception. And it is definitely the exception for Disney hotels. They guarantee you the room will be ready at the certain time. Don't go wandering around and <laughs> ruin it. Like, ah, it's so, so that's, frustrating. That's a new thing at the Grand Californian. So and I'm sure it's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a similar probably uh, all of them policy now. at all three Disneyland Resort hotels. I'm not 100% certain, but yeah, that's what we were told is that I mean, they've just been having problems. Because the, the DVC rooms... Um, they're, they're all, they're all booked and they're all booked up every single night. So that's, yeah. uh, there might be a chance that if you're staying at paradise pier or something, you'll get in before. I mean, you time, still want to check with them just to see if, ask, but, but if you've already checked online, it will tell you, then you'll just get the text. I think in all know. of our DVC resort goings on, including in Florida, it's, we've only been able to get in our room early a couple of times. No, so. not very often. So, um, yeah, we went from there. We went into the parks. We spent some time with our family and then, uh, we had dinner at Disneyland. We decided to buy a lightning lane for Runaway Railway that day. Um, so we went on it in the evening, which was, it was so worth it. Um, it's so cute. And then... And we, it's a little bit different than Disney World's. Yep. And then afterward, we mentioned that we decided to watch both Wondrous Journeys, and we had a dessert party for World of Color 1, so we saw both of those in one night. That day was long. <laughs> The next morning... And cold. Oh, it was very cold. Very, very cold. Very cold. The next morning, we were able to get a a virtual queue for Runaway Railway. And so that time, we actually got to go through the entire queue for it. And let me tell you... It's so cute. It's so cute. It has posters of, like, fake, uh, like, parodies of real Disney movies. Which I'm sure you've probably seen online. Like the Mighty Quacks or from the Mighty Ducks. And, yeah, and there's these props all over that are... From, from different movies. From cartoons, or, or TV, and yeah, cartoons. All things that Mickey has starred in. And like they have the funniest, uh, what, do, what would you call those? Like little labels? Yeah, or the little, uh, yeah. The caption or whatever the, the, uh, for each display to tell you more about it. They all have puns on them and they're all stupid. It just is Toontown through and through. It's so great. The concession stand, though, is probably like the highlight yep. of everything because there are so many puns in one small area. And if you do Lightning Lane, you don't get to see it that well. The concession so. stand is the one big room that you don't see if you do the Lightning Lane. 
Um, but yeah, so at least once you have to go through the regular queue. And may I just say, I think that I speak for both of us when I say that this version of the ride is not a carbon copy of the Florida version. They improved a couple of the interesting inconsistencies or like strange things about the Disney world one. I just think in gen in general, overall, I think the Disneyland version is better. I agree. My only You only had one major The only complaint I have is the last room. If you've been on the one in Disney World, there's such an amazing transformation of like the actual objects and how they project. They changed it. It probably because it's so complicated, it probably breaks down in Disney World. Who knows? But that's my only qualm. But yeah, in general, it's so so much more cohesive. And the first tunnel room where you see Mickey and Minnie for the first time, I like how it's brighter. You can see them easier. You see your ears easier. It's just more detailed in there. And what happens actually makes sense because it actually happens rather than they're this talking about delay. it. odd delay of what happens. Um, Don't want to give too many spoilers. And then there's that tunnel that you go through right at, right before you meet Mickey and Minnie again at the park. Yeah. That doesn't exist in Florida. And it gives Goofy a chance to do some extra jokes. Yeah. And it's each time we went on it, it was a different joke. So yeah. So that's cool. So um, that was super, super fun. There were some other minor differences, like you go in a different direction or you're facing a different yeah. way. And I can't remember, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Florida version has one more car in the train. I don't remember. I feel like there was a row nine and ten, possibly in Florida, because there's only rows one through eight. But um, at any rate, it is so so fun. Your family will love it. So we actually got to do that every single day. Yep, which was super fun. It worked out, and it probably won't be more than like an hour wait most of the time. It's just Who knows? So it depends fast. if it breaks knows, down or not. Yeah, uh, one of the days it did break down, and we barely were able to get our or use our. Uh, virtual queue, but yeah. Um, I don't remember if there was anything else that was like super noteworthy on that day, which is sad because we just described everything that happened by 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good day, I just don't remember if there was anything that was just like noteworthy. Not really. Um, it was still a really good day <laughs> that was much, much warmer, which was nice. Um, and then yeah, the third day we. I just remember the third day was the day that we almost didn't go on Runaway Railway, but it just worked out perfectly for us to go on that and see Wondrous Journeys again. We watched it twice because it's, there's just too much to see. And just to reiterate, it doesn't matter if there's fireworks. It's still amazing. So I watched someone's sure video who was focusing on the fireworks, and I was just sitting there going like, I missing so much. <laughs> I find the projections so much more entertaining. There's so much more to see. I mean, fireworks are cool. Yeah, they're, of course they are. They're just... Spectacular, but the show is just so well done. Yeah, you don't really need the fireworks. And the nice thing was, both times we watched it, we didn't have to compete at all for a place to watch yeah, the show. It's weird. I mean, Not one bit. You're five minutes before, then people start sort of getting in the middle of Main Street. It was Although weird. then it was so not crowded in Main Street that people were like pushing in between us, yep. <laughs> including a cast member with their like big trash thing. I'm like, dude, can you really not go there to the is side? a show There's, going there on? There are sidewalks. <laughs> it was really interesting. It was very odd. It was just such a more chill trip to Disneyland than we've taken in a long time. Like we weren't in a hurry to get anywhere except for that one day when we were trying to get uh, both Runway Railway and the, the Wondrous Journeys in. I just don't remember anything else that was just like super stressful. Everything was just pretty chill. We, we were saw able some to, celebrities. We did. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Eric Stone Street. Yep. From, from Modern Family. Family. And Anthony Davis from the LA Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we got some creeper photos of both of them. Yep. 
we actually had to ask a friend who Anthony Davis was, so we're not going to pretend that we know him from the looks of him. I have heard his name now that I, I was like, he looks like an NBA star. Well, it's because he has he a plaid shirt. He's 9,000 feet tall. <laughs> uh, but Eric Stone Street, we did recognize. Yes. Um, and he was getting on the Matterhorn with his family, and we were getting on like right behind him. I got to run right behind him. Yes, we, we did were, single we rider. We did single rider for that one, which that was not too bad. No, it wasn't too bad. I think that was the day was because it was right. It was the Friday before President's Day, and so that day was busy. No yes. other day was super crowded, but that day was really crowded. Yeah, in general, go weekdays. Like it's if you can, it's such a difference. It, it's a huge difference to go during the weekdays because it just wasn't crowded at all during the rest. Because you week. have the you have the intersection of the park reservation system with uh, blackout dates, and those seem to not cause major issues during on weekdays. There's not that many people to go. I feel <laughs> like our longest wait was Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it was only like forty minutes though, wasn't it? I want to say it was closer to like an hour, yeah. but it was our longest wait by far. Yeah. We didn't we didn't use Genie Plus nope. any of the days. There was one day we bought a Lightning Lane, that was it, and we never really like I said we weren't trying really hard to get anything done, but we got most everything done that we wanted to. With early entry, we did Space Mountain twice in a row. <laughs> oh, oh, it would, it didn't happen to us specifically, but to your sister and her family. Evidently, oh. if you're kind of sort of first-ish. I think it into, was that they were the first family on the red car trolley. Yeah, so they, they came into the DCA just around rope drop time. Um, and a cast member asked, do you want to be the first family? And they're like, what's that? And they're like, well, you can ride the red car trolley. Um, and you, we will give you this ticket. It's, I don't think they told him about the ticket beforehand. Maybe it was after. Just, uh, it was but, but it's a ticket that you can go with whomever you would like in uh, no limits to the group uh, on Mike and Sully, uh, Monsters, Inc. Mike and Sully, the rescue. So we went through the lightning lane. Through the lightning lane. That was cool. Yeah. For the whole day, they could go as many times as they wanted. So it wasn't like the world's most amazing attraction, but it's a good thing to not have to go through that. Uh, Yeah. Wait. And I just don't get why Monsters, Inc. always has a 40 or 50 minute wait. Because of the lightning lane. Yeah, yeah. It is. I know. You know, we've been in that line. The lightning lane prevents it from moving super fast. And there was evidently a lady in line. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised if she, she might be from banned park. from parks because she was dropping every swear word on the planet at the cast members. It was not good. I don't know what was going on. but <laughs> we Were we trying to eavesdrop? Yes. Yes. I, I <laughs> love, I feed on drama, but. Were we successful in eavesdropping? No. No. No, we were not. So we don't know everything that was going on, but there was some lady who was very angry and by all accounts, we should have seen her behind us in the line at some point, and we never did. Yeah. So there is a chance she might not be in the park anymore. Be kind. Be nice. Members. Like, Just be nice like, to them. seriously, they don't make that much money in the first place. Like, keep that in your back of your mind. I know. <laughs> Just be nice. The You're the happiest place on earth. Yeah, don't say that to the cast members <laughs> no, no. because they are working. But you're like, just it's you can let some things go. It's all fine. So it uh, was a good trip. It was a good trip. I liked the fact that we did something that was a little bit less stressful and and still fun. And like I said, got to do a bunch of things with family. We all rode on the canoes, Davy Crockett Explorer mm-hmm. canoes together as a family, which. That was an experience. One of the kids almost oh, lost children. an oar in uh, the water. Yeah, it, it was in the water, and then a, a guy toward the back picked it up. Caught it and brought it back. Oh, why I was behind those two, I don't know, because that was yeah, I got kids, very wet. Kids are very splashy, even if they're not trying to be. Even when they're not fighting with each other, like these two were. They're brothers. It's fine. Jeez. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was a nice relaxing trip. February is a nice time to go. I think for still middle of the week, if you don't want it to be super crazy crowded. Yeah. It wouldn't, there were more attractions closed for refurbishment, but it was, it's not like it really hindered our enjoyment. No. And I was like, one of my coworkers was asking me when is a good time to go or what, like, how do I know if I need genie plus there's actually, there's multiple websites and I was, I can't remember the name of it, but that show like kind of how busy it's going to be on certain days. And it was quite accurate. It said that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday would be not busy and Friday and Saturday would be more busy. We weren't there Saturday, but yeah, obviously with the holiday weekend. So there yeah. are, there are websites out there if you're curious. They are just always doing projections, but, and projections yeah. can be wrong, but they generally are more, are right more often than they're wrong. Just going to give you a ballpark. Yeah. So, I mean, this wasn't the world's most entertaining. I got, well, it was it was like our our trip report, but it's just because it was so chill, and we haven't had that. But I thought like knowing about time. hopefully knowing about DAS helps you. I'm not saying there's anything that's not helpful, but I'm like if anything, it's also just kind of is so different from what you hear from a lot of trip reports where people are like, and then we just ran from here and ran yeah. here, and ours was just like, no, we were good, everything was good, whole we, day. We got we still yeah we got a lot of rides done. So. It was warm when the sun was out. It was cold when the sun was down. <laughs> It was but windy every 12 seconds. It was very windy. They, uh, they didn't do the fireworks on the Sweetheart's Night that we weren't at, but you could, you could tell there was no sound. So Yeah, we were listening. We're like, there's no fireworks. And it was weird. They, as we were going in both of the days that they had the Sweetheart's Night, it said, ask at guest relations if you would like to see if it, there might be tickets available. What it said was tickets for tonight's event might be available, yeah. but I think you have to talk to guest relations or the ticket booths yeah. in order to actually buy tickets. It's kind of interesting. Usually they have signs that say clearly, this, the event tonight is sold out. Don't ask. Yeah, so don't this even, one said don't even they, t- come to us. <laughs> yeah, this one said it may be available. Oh, another thing, uh, just because I heard some people describe this, and I don't think they understood what it meant. Um, there's a new pre-show for the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln show, and I've heard some people. It's it's all about the relationship between Frederick Douglass and uh, Abraham Lincoln. It, they did it for Black History Month. I don't see any reason why they're not going to keep this long term. Because they really needed to update that pre-show anyway. Yeah, it was just footage of Walt Disney talking to the Imagineer. About I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. But, um, I think that it would work if they just kept this. A lot of people thought that meant that if you go in and watch Mr. Lincoln, There'll the show's going to be even longer because they're going to show no. this thing. No, this is what they show out in the foyer. Yep. Out by there's the always, building. Yeah. There's always been a pre-show. But it's just now it's a new one. And I really highly encourage you to take the time out to watch it. If you don't want to take the time out, then don't just go when the theater doors are open and just walk right in. That's totally fine. But we watched, it was a really, really cool uh, pre-show. It gave a little bit more context to the life of Abraham Lincoln. I thought it was really, really good. But yeah, there's a lot of people that have been acting like you go into the theater, you sit down, they show a pre-show, then great moments uh, starts. That's not what it is. It's out in the foyer. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. So, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. Yep. Out by the model of the U S Capitol, not the white house. As we always hear people Someone always in. says, look, it's a model <laughs> look, of the white house. Look, it's a, it's a white house. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not what it is. It's the Capitol. Um, anyway. So yeah, I think with all that, everything's good. Yep. That was our trip. Oh, and don't be a person that just slowly creeps next to the, to the closer to the person next to you on the train because that's just awkward for everyone. Oh my goodness! It was a little. There was bit a very strange family. <laughs> yeah. You weren't sitting next to them. <laughs> no, it was it was just find a place to sit. Sit there. Don't let your children play around when the train's moving because that's so not safe. In fact, this the train even made an unexpected yeah, stop. Yep. 
And like, thank heavens your kids weren't standing up at the time. Anyway, so there's just that safety issues. We're probably going to talk about that in another <laughs> episode sometime. Cause there was a lot. Yes. Um, but that is all for this week. Make sure you uh, go on Instagram and Facebook to follow us and learn more and get news when it comes out. Uh, make sure if you want to book a trip that you go through our partners at Getaway Today. There's a special going on right now. Uh, I think it's or 15% st- off stays at Disneyland Resort Hotels. Yeah, so look into that. Use our link below. It helps us as well and gets you a lot of discount. And make sure you leave a rating and review on Spotify or Apple. And make sure you subscribe as well so you can get our new episodes as they as they drop. Indeed. And that this is, is a it. long episode, but oh well. <laughs> Deal with it. We've been inching longer and longer all the time. Maybe it's because we were talking so much about how chill our trip was that it just made our episode a lot more chill that we I were guess. like running through everything. Yeah. I'll go with that. We didn't have a point-by-point exact itinerary laid out, sorry. <laughs> I think that just, again, no, this was, it was a purposeful, because we wanted to, we wanted you to feel the chill. The chilliness. Well, Going was, through at a leisurely pace. And it was freezing there. It was so cold. It was so cold. So cold. <laughs> it's so cold here. There's, I've been watching the snow yep. outside our window just piling up. Woohoo! I hope everyone's surviving. So <laughs> we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.